mighty fancy automobile. Oh, she's a real road king, all right. Zero to 60 in 7.5. She'll do a quarter of a mile, 13.40. 390 horsepower. 500 foot-pounds of torque. Whatever that is. Performance and image, that's what it's all about. There's no such thing as a stupid question. This is Drive Radio. All of your automotive questions are just one phone call away. 303-477-5600. Drive Radio is made possible by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. To find one near you, go to drive-radio.com. Now, Drive Radio on KLZ 560. And this is Drive Radio, hour number three. KLZ 560, our number 303-477-5600. The text line, by the way, 307-200-8222, 307-200-8222. And uh, Paul Lewenberger, my insurance agent, with us as well today. Larry Unger answering phones. Charlie Grimes, your engineer. Bob and Golden is next. Bob, welcome. Good morning, John. Welcome How are Paul. you, sir? I'm doing fine. A um, couple of comments. And I missed Paul's narrative on the um, UIM. so... Did, I, but just listening to the subsequent callers, uh, one thing I found that most people hear uninsured motorists and they forget that it does, and they don't know that it doesn't include property damages just for injuries. And he may he may well have gone over that, but I mean I think it's something that you can never repeat too many times when you're talking about UM. Well, you can if if you go to liability only for like three or four dollars every six months, you can add uninsured motorist property damage right. to liability only. And it's minimal coverage because it's got to be denied by the other company before we'll, we'll come in and cover it. But you're right. I mean, it's, well, if you got comp and collision, you're always going to be covered. But that uninsured motorist is, you're right, it's for bodily injury. Yeah, and I, and I just, people hear the words and they just think it's going to cover everything. And, and that, I mean, that's my life experience on the street. But anyway, um, and the other comment is when you're talking about diminished value, um, Carfax has added something in the last, uh, what, when they added it, because I just noticed it recently. But when we run a Carfax, um, they now have at the top of the Carfax, which isn't shown, which doesn't print unless you specifically print it, it's called the Carfax History-Based Value Report. And they they define it as history events affecting this vehicle's value. Okay. And, uh, you know, and and they further qualify it as accident, service history, and personal vehicle. So when I run, if I run a Carfax, uh, I automatically get that included at the top of the report. And again, I can't tell you whether it, this whether it's effective, but I can tell you that most dealers, if somebody's you know one of their customers, or even I've done a lot for non-customers, um, you know, if somebody's had a problem and they're, they're they need to establish diminished value. Um, in my experience, most of the dealerships will take the time to help them and write the letters and, you know, kind of put them in touch mm-hmm. with a couple other like-minded individuals who will also, you know, give them information in writing. So I think depending on how Carfax plays it, it plays this out and if they get more involved in it, um, you know, Man, uh, Cox Automotive, Cox Communications right. out of Atlanta, who owns Mannheim, um, they don't own Carfax yet, <laughs> but with yet. everything else... With everything else they've bought, uh, it, it wouldn't surprise. And that would have, you know, if, to your point, if somebody like that did, and and you could put some actual values into the diminished value end of things, that that would help everybody, the motoring public for sure. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it'd be but a great it, idea. Know, 
it's competitive. I, but I, as I said, I was surprised when I saw this because I just paid attention to it recently because uh, I was looking at two exotic toys for someone, and and, uh, and I was surprised that the uh, retail and wholesale numbers came up significantly different for the same year vehicle, the same mileage, same condition. Uh, and then I dug deeper into the condition, and I saw there were some there mm. were some adverse history, and mm-hmm. it, it was reflected in the Carfax quote, uh, what do they call this thing, a history-based value. So I just thought I'd share that with you. I didn't oh, know great. you were aware of that, John, because they say I just stumbled into it recently. No, that's great. No, I, I will, uh, no, I'll definitely check that out for sure. And the last question for Paul. Paul, I understand that some of the, uh, the major name carriers uh, are, and I'm not sure what the correct term of art is, agents for Haggerty or reps. Is that something that you're familiar with, or is American Family doing that? Why? Where I'm Haggerty's its own insurance company. Yeah, I mean, usually, right. usually an Allstate agent can can use Haggerty, but Haggerty's got just their num- their one eight hundred number. They don't actually have agents that that go out and do stuff. Right. No, but I mean, as far as yeah, that, like John, uh, you said, as far as Allstate, I mean, that's where it popped up because I was looking at, uh, I, you know, I was by the Haggerty office in Golden one day, and I thought, why don't I call them again? It's for actually one of my sons for his toy, and I was surprised to know that they actually, uh, uh, I forget, there's some term that they use, where they, they, they're not representing Allstate, but the Allstate agents, um, hmm. you know, use them for the type of coverage that John uses that I use. So I was just curious if, if uh, American Family had that same opportunity. Well, I'm with American National, but we just write it all I've in. I've said American National. We write it all yeah, in-house. Right. Yeah. So the classic car division is through our own company. So we don't use Haggerty or Grundy or J.C. Taylor. We do it all in-house. Okay. Just curious. Nope. Good question. Bob, thanks. Appreciate it very much, as always. Always got uh, great input. Uh, Mike and Evans, who emailed me earlier. Mike, welcome. How are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you? Doing good, sir. Uh, okay. I this I asked on my email for uh, kind of the bottom line, but then I, I thought, you know what? I'll bet he's going to have a hard time answering this. Uh, so the, the full story on that was my wife went to the Evans Walmart, okay. parked in the north side of the parking lot. A woman came in and was turning into a space, but managed to take out the driver's door. So uh, she called uh, Greeley police, and they said they couldn't send anybody. Evans police says, oh, no, that's out of our jurisdiction. Believe it or not, the parking lot is divided, half Greeley, half Evans. So anyway, I called my insurance company, uh, USAA, and they said, you know, no worries, we'll take care of it. And believe it or not, they did, except for my $500 deductible. Now, what has happened since is the driver of the other vehicle was the mother of the wife, husband's car, and she had no driver's license, no insurance proof, no registration proof, no nothing. It was kind of like that that classic situation Mm -hmm. where you get in an accident with somebody and they say, see ya, and walk away. So anyway, the the guy that uh, actually owns the car lives in Evans. Okay. But because the event occurred in Greeley, now we're into a jurisdictional battle. Uh, so jurisdictional battle as far as, that's where I'm getting confused. Who, as far as the insurance go, 
it doesn't have doesn't matter if that thing happened here or in Florida. The insurance company still of the of the insured. So the insurance company of the insured on that car needs to cover whatever's going on. Doesn't matter where it happened. Was the, was the car itself oh, they, insured? They uh, no, no, they did. Uh, USA covered everything. Okay. No, it was the car that uh, hit but, you. I know it was the mom's, the daughter's mom's brother's car. I mean, was the car itself? It was in- daughter's husband's car. Okay. So is that and, car insured? In, in, uh, I don't know. I haven't been able to find out. That's what needs to, that, that, uh, that's who ultimately, whoever owns the car is ultimately yeah, responsible for your damage. Right. Now, what has happened, though, is I keep hitting dead ends, and I thought, well, I'll just go ahead and go straight to the top. No, here's what you need to do. I have a better answer for you. This this is the best answer yet. Call Kevin Flesh. He is our attorney that actually sponsors this show and my daily show, and he will help you get to the bottom of this much, much faster. You need an attorney at this point, Mike. If you're running into dead ends, quit dinking around with it. Call an attorney and really get things going. And and he will he will tell you how this all works on his end. It's a contingent basis, so it won't cost you anything unless he gets some things going for you. It's The number is 303-806-8886, okay. and it's Kevin Flesh. Call him. Quit, quit messing around with dead ends. Get him on your side. Yeah, good. Well, thing, I guess the total thing of it is through this whole exercise, I've been unable to find anybody that uh, from the state that actually enforces the mandatory insurance. Yeah, they don't. There is none. There isn't any, Mike. I talked yeah. about that earlier when it comes to the, the governmental legislation, you know, the, the, the legislative bodies that we now have in Colorado. Uh, no, we're, we, we as citizens are on our own. They're not going to help us at all. Yeah, well, I guess it could be worse, though. It could be like Portland, Oregon. If you have an income level of less than, I think it's $28,000 a year, you don't have to have car insurance. Right. No. Nope. You can believe that. No, you really don't. Otherwise, otherwise, you're denying them the right to drive. Yeah. <laughs> not, again, I'm not going to get into yeah. politics on that. <laughs> yeah. But, no, I mean, it, uh, it does have an insurance uh, effect, I'll tell you. So anyway, listen, thanks a million. No, you're very I'll welcome. Give Kevin. Kevin a call. He'd love to help yeah. you out, Mike, and and I appreciate that very much. And we'll be back. Lines are open, by the way. We've got 45 minutes left, 303-477-5600. You can send us a text message as well. I'll read those as well, 307-200-8222, 307-200-8222 is the text line. Otherwise, we'll be right back. Lines are open. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Changes in your routine shouldn't stop you from achieving your health goals. John Rush recommends Dr. Julie Marchial of Ascent Health Center as your personal weight loss guide, giving you the confidence that you need to see real results. Dr. Julie wants to provide, enable, and assist you in developing your highest quality of life. As she coaches you through the HCG diet program, you will start to see significant weight loss without starving yourself. HCG is a hormone that uses non-essential fat for energy. The homeopathic-based HCG diet teaches your body to burn excess fat first, leaving behind only the fat that your body really needs. Call Ascense Health Center in Lowry or Inglewood now. Schedule a free consultation with Dr. Julie to check your BMI and resting calorie burn. Call 303-343-8800 or visit RushToReason.com to find Dr. Julie now. Get the support you need to achieve the goal that you've been dreaming about. 
At Napa Auto Parts, we've been the most trusted name in auto parts for over 80 years. Probably because we've never stopped looking for ways to make the great parts we sell even better. It's a commitment to quality you'll find in every one of our 310,000 parts. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to the patented damping mechanism on our driveline line belt tensioners to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. And Napa parts are covered by a warranty that's good at any of our 6,000 Napa auto parts stores nationwide. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store. But at Napa, we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. To find the Napa auto parts store nearest you, go to NapaOnline.com. Napa, get the good stuff. With over 125 locations in Colorado, southern Wyoming, and western Nebraska, there's only one place to get the good stuff. Napa Auto Parts. Paul Lewinberger of American National Insurance will make you financially whole. Losing your home or vehicle in a disaster will leave an emotional impact, no matter how much insurance you buy. But it doesn't need to hurt you financially. John Rush personally knows homeowners who have ended up in bankruptcy because they didn't have proper insurance. Even after their houses were completely destroyed, they still had to make mortgage payments. Imagine trying to find a new place to live while still paying a mortgage on your old house, which no longer exists. The same thing has happened to vehicle owners who continue to make payments on totaled vehicles because they didn't have enough coverage to make them financially whole. The personal insurance agent of John Rush, Paul Lewinberger of American National Insurance, will make sure that even in a disaster, you will be made financially whole. Call 303-662-0789 for the coverage you expect. If your engine doesn't leak oil, but you have to add to it between oil changes, where does the oil go? The problem occurs when piston rings clog with carbon and then allow oil to blow by the pistons and burn in combustion chambers. The best service shops use a BG product that cleans the engine in just 15 minutes. Find a shop with BG products at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. It will protect your engine and your pocketbook. Find a shop now. Go to bgfindashop.com. All right, here we go. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us today. We do appreciate it very much. All right, let's 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 talk classic cars for just a moment as well because Bob, our last caller, we kind of got into that a little bit with some of the other companies that do classic cars. And by the way, there's no secrets here. There are other people out there that insure classic cars besides, you know, American National Insurance and, and Paul. But I, I just know from past experience when it comes to the classic car end of things that American National does things different than some of their competitors do. And we'll explain some of those now. So, so some of you listening that have classic cars and or it doesn't have to just be classic cars. It could be a classic car, a performance car. It could be an off-road vehicle that you've put a bunch of extra money into. There's lots of ways that Paul's insurance can come into play. American National, I should say, and Paul as the agent that can do differently than what you're going to find typically with either a normal state farm policy or in the last case, Bob was talking about Haggerty. So, Paul, you have the floor. Explain some of this. So with us, there's no driving restrictions. You can drive your car anywhere you want, whenever you want, to and from work. Uh, it's covered for the agreed value. So if it's insured for 40000 it's insured for 40000 Explain how the agreed value is done on the front side. So somebody's got a classic car. So say they're driving a, I don't know, 19. I just noticed last night because I 
I'm thinking about maybe restoring one at some point. 1970, not a Chevelle, but a Nova, which, by the way, the Nova SSs are starting to go way up in yep. value. You can still buy some fairly inexpensively. But let's say you're driving a 1970 Nova SS, and you think the value is 30 k How do you come up with that value? So we can insure up to 40000 without an appraisal. So somebody says, my car's worth 35000 We insure it for 35000 You go on, and you're done. Anything over 40000 we have to get it appraised. I've got several people. I've got people that do the appraisals. We pay for the appraisal. If it appraises at 65000 that's what it's insured for. Okay. Drive it anywhere you want, whenever you want. There's no driver's age restrictions. All the companies out there, Haggerty, Grundy, you have to be 25 years or older to drive the car with us. As long as they've got a VAV license, they can drive it. Unlimited miles a year. We don't monitor the miles. And there's no age requirements on the car. So if it's a 2010 Corvette, a lot of companies won't insure them unless they're 25 years or older. We insure brand new cars. Yeah, you've got my 2012 insured. Yeah. You have my Viper insured. You've got all my cars, basically, all my stuff insured. And it's, it's and when the new car comes in, you'll be the insurer of my C8. Yep. And it's which a, That's a great example. So let's use the C8 as an example. Because that's a car where right now, because you and I will have to get together on this. So that's a car that... Even though it has X sticker price, which is what I'm actually paying for from Purify Chevrolet, they're not up on the price, which, by the way, a lot of dealers are. So that car, the minute I buy it, if I wreck that car, so if somebody totals that car, that car to replace it because you can't find another one without paying the 20K upgrade, which is what all the other dealers are charging, I need to insure that car for more money than the sticker price I'm paying, correct? Correct. If I want to replace it at some point, yep. right? So that's a great example of even though it's a brand new car, but because of the type of car that it is, I will insure that for, for more money than I paid. Because you're getting a, such a good deal on the front. Correct, because yeah. I'm buying it for less value than what I would normally pay for on the street because of the deal I'm getting at Purifoy. But that's a great example of you insuring it properly where if I just had regular State Farm, for example, they're just going to probably give you the sticker price of the Maybe not even that, because once you drive it off the floor, it's yeah, probably it's, less. it's just MSRP. And the other thing is, like, I had a guy, that this happened a couple of years ago, had a custom-built Camaro, bought it. On the way home, he hit a microburst, and it destroyed the whole driver's side paint. Okay. So it came in at $18,000 to repaint it. Okay. And there's some other issues with it. Well, he couldn't get it repainted until September, October, because of just backlogs, because he wanted I, to go to a couple Yeah, right now, that's how, yeah, yeah, okay, makes sense. So Ampac gave him the option, They're like, do you want to just total it out? And then you can, we'll give you the money, we'll take the, the Camaro, and then you can go do it again. And so he took the money and, and re-went through the whole process again. But if it's insured as a daily driver, it's got to be 70% it's a different value. different situation, right? Yeah. He just didn't want to wait until September to get it repainted. Okay, so how does the cost of everything you just said come into play when it's, you know, is there a cost difference for doing that versus a daily Oh, yeah. Driver? You, can, you can take a regular Camaro, and it's $400 every six months, and insure it as a collector car, and it's... $200 every six months. Okay. There's a huge difference because the liability is cut in half, and the driving force behind it is the value of the Camaro at comp and collision. Okay. So, folks, I hope that makes, uh, I hope that explains things when it comes to the sort of that classic car end of things, which, by the way, what I just said even apply to a, I know we had last week, for example, the guys from, uh, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry, let me, let me look. We actually had, make sure I get this, R, I think it's, it's, a R, it's called RT. Or sorry, RMT Overland. So they were on last week. They do some turnkey upgrades on trucks. Gladiators was the thing we talked about last week. So let's say you get a Gladiator in, which is not going to be your typical Gladiator. Let's say this thing's seventy grand instead of fifty grand. That's a whole different insurance 
in way of doing that than what if you in, than if you just had a regular old gladiator, correct? Yeah, we just we if it's going to be more of a daily driver and, and doing stuff off road, and then we just go into the modified section of it, list all the modifications, the value of all the modifications, because then if there's a claim, you've got the base price of the MSRP plus all of the aftermarket parts. Okay. If you have any questions on that, by the way, folks, just call Paul directly, 303-662-0789. Otherwise, Tim in Longmont, you are next. What's going on, Tim? Yes, I heard you talking about the gas-injected Direct injection engines. engines. Yes. Uh, I just bought a 2020 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland with a six-cylinder. Do you know off the top of your head if that's uh, direct-injected? Uh, let me look. I believe it is. Yes, but let me double check. Is that the th is it okay. the three six that's in it? Uh, I just know it's six cylinder. I'm not sure the liters. Uh, hang on here. Let me see if I can tell you real quick. Um, I'm pre most everything today is going to be. There's only a few that are not. That's the Pentastar V6. Uh, so yes, that does have real quick. That does have the three point six liter. Pentastar engine, and let me double check to make sure um, that one is going to be a. I, and by the way, this has been changed over the years because a three six has been around for for quite some time. And I, you know, to be positive, you know, you want to double check with a dealer just to make sure that what I'm saying is correctly. But I believe that's the same engine that they're now using in several other vehicles, including some of the half ton trucks. And to my knowledge, yes, that's a direct injection engine. I need to go through and do a little more research just to double check all of that. But to my knowledge, yes, that is. Okay, I'll check with the dealer. So I need to use the EPR. You would need to use the EPR. And, and by the way, for everybody listening, even if your engine is not a direct injection engine, you're not going to do any harm to run the EPR every oil change. For most of you, that's going to be a couple of times a year. You're not going to bother anything by doing that. That particular engine I do know has the variable valve lift, uh, uh, camshafts and, and such in it. In that case, Tim, all of what we're talking about, to run that EPR, even, even in a non-direct injection engine, if you've got those sorts of things going on where you've got you know camshafts that are timed and things like that, uh, you would be you would be well off to put that in it regardless. Okay. Uh, one other quick question about snow plowing. Yes, uh, go ahead. I've got a, a Polaris Sportsman with a, a blade on it. Okay. And I used that to uh, plow an asphalt driveway I used to have. Okay. And I've since moved, and I've got a long driveway, but they put uh, pea gravel down, which is just terrible. Yes, it's hard to plow. But, uh, yeah, what would be the proper way to plow that? The plow I have, it had some little donut-type things that go on the bottom of the plow. Yeah, they're called feet. Was, those are called plow feet, by the way. Okay. Well, when I was doing the asphalt, I, I took those off and just, you know, had the blade on the asphalt. What would be the proper way to do this driveway or the best way? Uh, on the pea gravel, there's two ways to do that. Either move those shoes, those feet down, you know, washer them up to where you're moving the blade up about a half an inch off the ground, and then the feet are going to ride on the pea gravel versus the scraper blade on the plow itself. Or you oh. can manually, does that have a winch or is it a manual up and down? It's got a little winch on it. Or you just use the winch and move the blade up ever so slightly so it's off of the ground and do that. The problem is it won't float on the surface like the feet will if you just have the feet riding on the pea gravel. Right. And then I also, uh, there's a large patio here, probably 60 by 80, that's uh, fairly new concrete. Okay. 
uh, that it's been, it's, it's kind of a darker color, color. I don't know if they stained it or put pigment in when they poured it. Either, yeah, uh, it could be either or, hard to say. Uh, is that going to damage that finish, do you think, depends. if I use the, the it, blade? It, it depends. What you really need to do is go to a corner of that uh, concrete, Tim, and take a you know a small screwdriver or a... a uh, uh, putty knife or something along those lines. So go to you know one corner where you're not going to notice anything, and I would try to scrape off the top of it. And if it scrapes off, then they did an after the concrete was poured coloring, and in that case, yes, you potentially will damage it. If you're not scraping it off and that's a pigment in the concrete itself, then you could plow it and you'd be fine. Okay. All right. And that's Sounds how good. I would Thanks. look at that. Now, keep this in mind. There's something else you can do. There are companies out there, and by the way, on that on that particular concrete, and even on the pea gravel, there's something else you could try. You could get a piece of rubber or polyurethane and put that in place of the metal scraper that's actually on that blade for that for that Polaris. Uh-huh. And what you do then is you actually use the existing metal scraper blade to sandwich the rubber or the polyurethane in between. And you can use any kind of polyurethane as long as you could find somebody around up in Longmont. There's guys that have polyurethane at some of the shops up there. You could just buy a chunk of polyurethane, you know, about a half inch thick and however wide you want it. And you could just sandwich that between the blade and you could plow everything, including the concrete and not damage anything. And it'll work fine on the pea gravel too. Oh, that's great. Now, what kind of place would I go to get the polyurethane? Anybody that sells any kind of, a, you know, polyurethane or rubber, in any kind of, the, you know, rubber suppliers or polyurethane, and up in Longmont, you've got okay. some manufacturing places up there. Just find somebody that's making some, you know, polyurethane that's about, oh, I don't know, six inches wide and about a half inch thick and get whatever width you need for the blade, probably four foot. Yeah, well, that's a great idea. And if you yeah, do that, you'd be uh, fine. If you okay. And by the way, Tim, if you can't find a supplier... Uh, you know, since I do the snow plowing end of it and all that and the other business, send me an email and I'll find a supplier for you if you can't find one. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Thanks a lot. You're very welcome, Tim. I appreciate it. Great questions. We'll come back. Got a half an hour left. Uh, we got a caller coming up. we got a couple lines open, 303-477-5600. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Rates are like a roller coaster lately. Are you concerned about the future and how to protect your home? Do you want to become mortgage safe? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage. With home values still at their highest level ever and rates at historic lows, now may be the best time to be prepared if the economy changes. Last time, many of our friends lost their home when it was unnecessary. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Many of our clients have the ability to tap their equity should the economy change, all without having to borrow the money now. We can show you how to access your equity in these uncertain times to give you peace of mind and allow you to focus on what's important, your family. Call Affordable Interest Mortgage at 720-895-0500. That's 720-895-0500. We are locally owned and operated since 2001. Our reputation of putting you first with straight answers and listening are unmatched in Colorado. Let us help you protect your home. Take AIM, 720-895-0500, where it's all about you. At Napa Auto Parts, we've been the most trusted name in auto parts for over 80 years. Probably because we've never stopped looking for ways to make the great parts we sell even better. It's a commitment to quality you'll find in every one of our 310,000 parts. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters, to the patented damping mechanism on our drive-align belt tensioners, to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes... And Napa parts are covered by a warranty that's good at any of our 6,000 Napa auto parts stores nationwide. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store. But at Napa, 
we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. To find the Napa Auto Parts store nearest you, go to NapaOnline.com. Napa, get the good stuff. With over 125 locations in Colorado, southern Wyoming, and western Nebraska, there's only one place to get the good stuff. Napa Auto Parts. JC's 4x4 has been Denver's premier Land Rover independent service facility since 2005. With all of today's latest off-road technology, JC's British and 4x4 is a Land Rover specialty shop. Not only do they service, but they will also outfit and restore your vehicle. The dedicated staff and attention to detail make JC's British your one-stop shop for your Land Rover or 4x4 adventures. JC's British and 4x4 is committed to quality and excellence, whether taking your kids to school or hitting the back roads for adventure. No matter what road you own from the newest Discovery and Range Rover to an older Defender or Series truck, we can help you maintain, repair, or modify your vehicle. When you're tired of paying dealer prices and only given limited options, call JC's British and 4x4 to service and customize your Land Rover or 4x4. Call JC's British and 4x4 right now at 720-586-4756. That's 720-586-4756. Or go to jcbritish.com. Your next oil change could change the life of your vehicle forever. If you think that's a tall order, maybe you've been getting the wrong oil change. A BG Performance Oil Change comes with a lifetime of engine and fuel system coverage. And something else, peace of mind. Where do you find it? Find a shop in your neighborhood at BGFindAShop.com. That's BGFindAShop.com. Because an oil change that offers a lifetime of peace of mind is a change worth making. BG. All right, here we go. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us. We do appreciate it. Rand in North Glen, you're next. What's going on, Rand? How you doing? Uh, I got a question. I bought a, a 2014 Acura TL with 3.7 liter, mm-hmm. and I've been reading different, uh, getting different information on whether or not I have to burn premium unleaded or regular unleaded. What does it say in the owner's manual, uh, Rand? It actually says premium unleaded, but... Uh, I uh, I read different articles that are kind of more updated that said it's not necessary, so I'm not sure. When you open the gas cap, does it say premium? You know, I haven't opened the gas cap yet because I just bought the thing, a, you know, a day ago. So it, it will if, if, it's a, if it's a if it's a and I don't know that car that well. I apologize. Does it have a turbo? No, it's a 3.7 liter V6. Okay, so 3.7 naturally aspirated. Look inside the gas cap. It will tell you if it's a requirement from the manufacturer to run premium. Uh, if not, you know, you could just test it and see how well it works with each level of fuel. You know, you could start with premium, drive it, see how it works, then step down a notch, see how it runs, and then go all the way down to just regular grade. And then just see in each one of those if you notice any performance difference. And then once you find out where your sweet spot is, run that. Okay, could, could, could I ask you another question? Sure, Could you explain the difference to me on how uh, premium unleaded burns differently from regular unleaded? Premium has a higher. Okay, so the way it works, great question, by the way. And this is for a you know top tier fuel especially, which all of the major brands out there, including Costco, are doing top tier fuel. So that's going to have the best ad packs. Now, what happens is when you go from regular grade to mid grade to premium grade, your ad pack is changing as well as the octane rating of the fuel is changing. You know, the higher the octane, in in layman's term, the best way for me to say this is the higher the octane, the higher the potency of the fuel 
that's actually being run through the engine. I, there's all sorts of technical jargon I could get into, which gets over everybody's head. I'm not going to. But in layman's terms, the higher the octane, the more performance, theoretically, that fuel has in especially late model engines that have higher, higher compression engines. So theoretically, what happens with that higher octane fuel rand is because there's no spark knock, because the, the premium grade fuels and the higher octane uh, create less spark knock, knock, less detonation, I should say, you can then advance timing, which is all done electronically now through the computer. The timing can advance more, which theoretically, which doesn't theoretically, it does give you more power, especially at our elevation. So typically speaking, the premium grade fuels will give you better performance in engines that have a higher compression ratio. Okay. Because I had heard that um, the actual premium bleded burns at a lower temperature than the uh, regular unleaded. Uh, again, we can get into lots of different details, uh, you know, on, on air, which will get over a lot of folks' heads. And in, in essence, yes, but that's not really what makes things work. And how, again, it, really what it boils down to with the higher grade fuels, the premium grade fuels, I should say, the fact that you don't get as much spark knock or spark detonation it allows the timing to be advanced, which will then help the engine perform better. That's the best way for me to say it. All right. Well, I thank you for your answer. And, and by the way, real quick, that's also why, Rand, if you go to a gas, you know, if you go to a, um, an ethanol product, so if you run a gas that's got more of an ethanol product in it, you can typically get better performance as well because that's also a cooler, they call it a cooler fuel. You can advance timing even more. But again, every vehicle is specific, and in your case, you know most of what you're going to find is E10. Okay, I appreciate your answer. You're Thank very you. welcome, Rand. Thanks so much for the phone call. And that one's tough to describe on air without getting into a lot of specifics. But David in Colorado Springs, you're next. Yes, I've got a question. I I listen to you guys every Saturday, and uh, you're into insurance today. We are. There's one. There's one question that. Down, in, I'm in Colorado Springs, and we have down here a lawyer that advertises. I think he must take up maybe a third of the advertisements in, uh, you know, evening news okay. and whatever. Okay. And that's for uh, injuries. Sure. Yeah. Sure. That means an injury attorney. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. And there's big bucks in that. There I'm is. Curious as to, you know, how it affects a person like myself. You know, he's he has uh, clients that go five figures, even as far as six figures, you know, due yep. to... Right. Is true? Yeah, no, is this this, true? no, David, great question, by the way. And how does... And by the way, these injury attorneys are everywhere. Uh, they're all over the place. And by the way, not saying they're they're bad. I'm not saying that these... These individuals don't don't uh, serve a great purpose because in times when a particular insurance company, or in the case we had the earlier caller, where he can't even get to the bottom end of who actually owns the car and even get paid in full for the car that was damaged by the other car, uh, that the, these particular individuals serve a purpose. Now, 
What I'm also going to say is, in turn, David, because of those individuals that are out there, all the more reason why you've got to make sure you're insured properly. And the state minimums, if you have any kind of assets at all as an individual, the state minimums are not enough coverage. Because if that particular individual, let's say you have an accident, it's your fault, you caused it, and all of a sudden you have state minimums, but there's a lot more damage there, those injury attorneys will come after you personally to get that other person made whole. Really? Yes. And, uh... You are, in fact, liable for this. You are. Yeah, if you're negligent, if you, if you cause the inju- if you cause the injuries and cause the accidents, and the police department and all the fact finding that goes on with an accident, they prove that you know you 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 know you broadsided somebody by running a red light, and you're at fault, David. Yes, by all means, they will come after you. Well, well, that's interesting. You know, these guys are into big bucks. Yes, they are. Because what will happen, David, is you know, if, you, if there's permanent injuries to the person that was broadsided and they now can no longer work and there's a disability claim now and on and on we go, yeah, some of those claims can run into the millions of dollars depending upon uh, the person that's the insured and who was, you know, who did the the, the running into and so on and so forth. That's why, that's again, the way insurance works, for everybody listening, and Paul can, can chime in here, but if you're a person that, by the way, has a $5 million net worth and you're going to just run state minimums, uh, trust me, they're going to come after your $5 million one way, shape, form, or another. That's why it's important. If you're somebody of that nature, you should have a pretty good-sized umbrella, uh, umbrella policy, David, to cover uh, not only you and your assets, but to make sure those attorneys aren't running after you. And by the way, if you're a five million dollar net worth person, you should have probably have a two million dollar liability, you know, a two million dollar umbrella policy. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, especially to build off the auto policy, because they'll come after you, David. The more money you have, the more they're going to come after. That's how the. That, and by the way, that's true in every state across this country, not just Colorado Springs. Well, I think the best plan is to, uh, you know. Either move south or stay home when it's snowing. Well, one of the two. One of the two. David, thanks. I appreciate the phone call. And by the way, he just brought up a great point, though. That's why it's important to have the proper coverage. Because what I just said, folks, is how it's looked upon. Because the way an injury attorney, so all of a sudden I'm driving down the road and Paul over here sideswipes me, runs me off the road. I have a rollover. I'm disabled. I know I no longer can now work. I go get an injury attorney. They're going to go after Paul. Let's say Paul has a net worth of five million bucks, but Paul has state minimums. Uh, trust me, the injury attorneys are going to go now sue Paul individually for all of my injuries, my loss of income, all the things that I have going on. And if Paul's not insured correctly, Paul could be paying out of his own pocket, right? Oh, I'm losing it all. It's like that guy in Wyoming. Right. That, folks, this is how this works. That's why it's so important to be properly insured. And for a lot of you that are thinking, well, I don't have any assets. Well, if you've got a $700,000 home that's only got $100,000 left owed on it, you have $600,000 there that, trust me, an injury attorney's looking at. That's public record, by the way. So a lot of you would say, well, how does an injury attorney know, how, you know what my net worth is? Most of it's public knowledge. He can look at the estimates to see what your value of your home is. He can go out to the public records that are out there to know what the mortgage is. They know what the difference is there, and that's just one area they're going to go look at. And it's not it's, it's cheap. I mean, you can be properly insured and find ways to still to save money. Thank you. It's not that big of a deal, folks. So, again, just be properly insured. That's why we have Paul here, my agent. And, by the way, his direct line, you can call Paul directly even after the show to find out more, 303-662-0789. David and Loveland, you're next. Hey, just uh, I have a, a quick question from a previous uh, earlier caller. Here sure. A little bit ago. On the gases, 
what about the ethanol free? What is the negative of running ethanol free? In our uh, there's really no vehicle? negatives. For a lot of folks, there's a positive in that ethanol free. Technically, especially when you start talking some of the smaller engines, older vehicles, uh, you know, some of the rubber seals and different things that are in carburetors and fuel lines and things along those lines. The the ethanol, the alcohol, is harder on all of those products, David. Yep. than regular gasoline okay. is. So there's really no, on a late model vehicle, I, I, and there's a lot of folks that would argue with me on this, but I don't think I've been proven wrong yet. On a late model car, running 10% ethanol isn't going to bother anything any way, shape, or form. In fact, even around the house, most of your small engines, if you're using them on a frequent basis, ethanol, fuel, and even a small engine around the house isn't going to be a big deal. Where it begins to be a problem, David, is where you're in frequent use, vehicles sitting there, older vehicles, in those cases, yes, the ethanol-free fuel might be an advantage, and I say might be because it really is vehicle or equipment-specific, in my in my opinion. Others may argue, but that's what I would say. But but you, uh, am I correct to say you have, uh, I forgot what the energy unit is cla- called, but you have a higher unit of energy coming out of ethanol-free than you do the ethanol-infused gases? Um, right. Yes, theoretically, although the... The way an engine actually works, believe it or not, the alcohol, which is what ethanol is. So alcohol actually right. is a cooler fuel, which means it burns longer, which means it pushes the piston down farther and harder right. than regular fuel would. That's why, you know, in the in the racing world, we go from, you know, regular fuel to high-end, high-octane yep. racing fuel, which is even a slower burn. We then go to alcohol, and then we go to nitromethane, which is a really, really cool fuel, and that's why top fuelers run nitromethane because you get the most potency, if you would, quote-unquote, out okay. of nitromethane. So that's kind of the staging of, of how things work. I'm, I'm trying to say this in as much layman's terms as I can, but the quote-unquote cooler the fuel, the more burn, the longer it burns, the more power it makes, but the more of it you need. That's why in the alcohol world or in the, you know, in the, the, um, uh, the ethanol world, if you would, David, even the flex fuel vehicles back in the day where you could run full E85, which has 15% gas, 85% alcohol, basically. And by the way, the only reason they did that was because if it didn't have 15% gasoline in it, you could drink it because it's just grain alcohol. That's why they did the 15%. But those particular vehicles ran really, really well, had a lot of power, would gain power even over regular gasoline, but your fuel efficiency drops about 30%. Okay. That's great. Hey, thanks for the uh, insurance. I've got to call Paul later. Okay. Thank you. Sounds great, David. No, thank you very much. We appreciate it. All right, we'll take our last time out. We'll come back. We do have a line open, 303-477-5600. We'll be right back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. At Napa, we're always trying to make the great parts we sell even better. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. And every Napa part is covered by a warranty good at any of our 6,000 Napa Auto Parts stores. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store, but we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. Go to NapaOnline.com for a location nearest you. Napa, get the good stuff. You listen to Drive Radio because you have a lot of questions about your car. You have questions about what kind of oil to use, what the best tires are, where to get the best parts. But have you ever asked what will happen to your car after you die? Did you know that if you don't have a will that specifically states what will happen, a probate judge will order your family to split your car evenly? 
And because you can't cut up a car into pieces, your family will be forced to sell it and just split the money. According to Michael Bailey, the mobile estate planner, it is estimated that two out of three people don't have a proper will in place. And oftentimes, things like your favorite classic car are accidentally forgotten completely. Michael understands that the only way to be absolutely certain that all of your final wishes will be honored is to take a small amount of time to talk about it. 720-394-6887. 720-394-6887. Call Michael Bailey, the mobile estate planner, right now to set up a free consultation and make absolutely sure that you don't leave anything to jam. Few things are life-changing. Your wedding day, the birth of a child, an oil change. Wait, what? Yes, an oil change can change your life if it comes with a peace of mind that if your engine, including the fuel system, fails, you're covered for life. The BG Performance Oil Change comes with free lifetime protection for your engine and fuel system. Find a shop near you at BGFindAShop.com. That's BGFindAShop.com. BG. John Rush personally uses Novus Autoglass to maintain his fleet of company trucks. All of his trucks tend to be in the same place at the same time on Friday mornings. So every Friday morning without fail, John's local Novus guy comes by to check all of the windshields on his company fleet. That's at least 50 different windshields. On the spot, any new little chip or crack gets immediately repaired. Since John self-insures his glass repair and replacement, Novus offers him a discounted cash price. Even more importantly, John saves a lot of money in the long run by repairing those chips and cracks immediately instead of waiting to replace all of those windshields down the road. He'd much rather pay $40 or $50 per vehicle for regular repairs than pay hundreds or even thousands of dollars to replace each of those windshields. Take care of your company vehicles. Visit drive-radio.com slash Novus now and schedule regular maintenance for your fleet. Novus Autoglass, the inventors of windshield repair. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Jeremiah and Littleton, you are next. What's going on? Hey, John, first-time listener here. Thank um, you. I had a quick question for you. Uh, I got a 2009 Subaru Outback, and a friend of mine thinks that a shimmy I get through the steering column under acceleration, and I emphasize under acceleration, um, is a wheel hub on the passenger side that's bad. Uh, me and my old man have torn this thing apart in the garage here, um, and we found that a, there was a – shut up, Dad uh, – there's a bad ball joint on the passenger side. Yep. Have you ever run into a wheel hub that could have gone bad to cause a shimmy no. to vibrate through your steering wheel? No. 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 Typically, a shimmy like that on a on that kind of a vehicle, for everybody listening, since that's an all-wheel drive, a shimmy typically mm-hmm. would be something along the lines of a you know tie rod that's bad, ball joint that's bad, CV uh-huh. joint could cause that as well on that particular type of a vehicle. That's about it. Though. Mm-hmm. I've never seen a wheel hub cause a shimmy. Just a tie rod, CV joint, or a ball joint, huh? And you found the ball joint, so most likely you fi- you're going to fix it with that. Make, yeah, sh- make well, sure you ball- align it after that, of course, as you know. Yeah, put it through an alignment and whatnot. But yeah, okay. Just had a just had a question because I didn't want to put some brand new parts on to on. Well, and if you now that you've got working. it apart, you can feel the wheel hub. So you know, Jeremiah, once that's apart, now you you can feel the wheel mm-hmm. hub and tell whether or not it's got any rough spots in it. Yeah, and if it had any rough spots, what would I be looking for? Put a new um, hub on it. Just put oh, just put an assembly on it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Appreciate. You're uh, very appreciate welcome. No, thank you. Thank Thanks you. for listening. We appreciate. It. Thanks for finding mm-hmm. us. 
not a problem. Thank all right, you. appreciate it very much. And by the way, for all of you that maybe like Jeremiah just found us, we're here every Saturday from 10 to 1. We replay on Sundays from 11 to 2, and we appreciate each and every one of you that call and listen. Doug in Denver, you're next. Yeah, question for Paul. Um, yeah, this is kind of small potatoes compared to what you guys have been talking about. Uh, since the pandemic hit, I've been working at home. Okay. And I don't. I got a very paltry uh, reduction in my premium, and I just wondered if that's worth even pursuing any farther, because I'm have, I've I've driven about two thousand miles in the last six months. Great question. No, yeah, great question. Yeah, you can ask your agent to reevaluate the mileage, and see what they're willing to do. Like we've been doing that for all of all of our customers, where they're sending in pictures of their odometers, and the underwriters are reevaluating it. Okay. It's worth and it's it's not poultry. It's worth asking, Doug. Sure, I mean it's a way to save money. Go for it. If you're not driving near as much as you were, your exposure isn't as great. Sure, you should get a savings. Well, you're less of a risk. That's right. So you get a savings. Take it. Okay. Yeah. All right. And uh, great question, uh, Paul. If I want to have you do a uh, contrast and compare, uh, you need a copy of the declarations page, I guess. No, you can just. I'll give you my cell phone. It's uh, if you got a pen and paper, you just need to just give us a little bit of information, then we can. Uh, draft up some numbers for you, and then just compare it after the fact. Okay. I got the 303 number. That's not good enough? It's uh, my cell phone, 619-9891-303. Okay. All right. Thank you, sir. You're Thanks. very welcome. Thank you much, okay, D- Doug. I appreciate it very much. No, I appreciate that. So, Dave and Centennial, you're next. What's going on, Dave? Yeah, John, great show. I just want to ask you a question. I know this is simplistic, but I belong to Costco, and there's so many different sales on Mm -hmm. windshield wiper blades. Michelins are on sale at Costco right now. Yeah, I know, but I wanted to call and just ask you what your opinion is on whether Rain-X, Michelin, any of the other ones out there are better or worse. I like the Bosch blades myself, personally. That's just my, my personal preference. Okay. And you get those at your um, Napa, at your stores, Napa. Yeah, I get. And by the way, you can yeah. buy. And I like the Icon brand, so the Bosch Icons. They are as cheap at Napa as they were on, as they are on Amazon. Because I've checked, and I just typically look on a you know kind of a consistent basis. Because it's again, it's, it's my favorite wiper blade, and I like them, Dave, because they're sort of got a rubberized coating where you don't really need the winter wiper blade like we used to run in the past. They're also fluted where they keep the they keep the blade down on the windshield, which I also love. In my opinion, it's the best, and I'm sorry, folks. I know everybody's got their favorite brand, but in my in my opinion, Dave, it's the best blade on the market. How long do you keep? How much? You get about a year's worth? I get a couple years out of mine. Of course, I, you know, I've got a lot of vehicles I don't drive near as much, but my daily driver, yeah, I can get a couple, couple years out of them. And does, do you have different sizes for, I've got a, 19 um, Camry. So do you have a different size for the driver's side than the... the I I would have to look that one up specifically, but yeah, you just want to do... That's the other thing I like about Bosch. They're a direct fit for that vehicle, not some universal thing. So when you buy it, it will be a direct fit. You take the old one off, put the new one on, and away you go. Buy the direct fit Bosch icons for that car. Super. Okay. Thank you so much. Dave, thank you very much. Great question, by the way, as we're into that time of the year as well. This will probably be our last call today. Kent in Boulder, you're next. What's going on, Kent? Hey, John, uh, just bought a 2015 Mini Cooper S. Oh, nice. 38,000 miles. Uh, looks like the maintenance has been 
pretty good, okay. pretty thorough, okay. continuous. Uh, what would you do to this car to check it out? I wasn't able to get a thorough inspection on it because it was an out-of-state situation. Uh, drove it home from Rapid City, runs like a charm. Okay. What would you do with it? Take that up to Josh up at Legacy Automotive in Boulder. Have them just do a good bumper-to-bumper inspection on it. Check fluids. Look at, you know, if you need to do a baseline on anything because you really don't know some of the history. And Josh and the guys there can tell you exactly what to do. And he's just out on 55th there on Arapahoe and 55th, Kent. Where he's right out there by where you used to be? Uh, he's actually oh, doing he's, he's actually doing all the diesel work in the building next to where I was. Uh, right there at, okay. at 63rd Interapolis. That's where all the diesel work is done. Then his other shop, where, where you would want to go to, is right across the railroad tracks uh, on 55th and right off of, you know, in between I, Arapaho and Pearl, and right next to where Colorado Power Sports used to be. I know where he is, yeah. I know where he is. Right there. Um, any any BG additives I should run through it? Or yeah, he, it? yeah, and he's got a full line of them, and he will tell you. Bring the car in, let him get a baseline on it, and then he can kind of tell you what to okay. do from that point forward, Kent. He carries all that as well. Excellent. Good deal. Good to, good to chat with you, John. Thanks, Kent. Well. Appreciate it very much. Thanks for the phone call. And, yeah, that's our shop up in Boulder, uh, Legacy Automotive. And, yeah, I, I should have mentioned that more often. Uh, Josh has now got a second location in Boulder where he's doing all of his, you know, diesel work and some of the medium-duty trucks and things along those lines. We'll even do some accessories and things uh, along those those lines as well. So, uh, you know, Brent and Josh, the guys up there, they would love to take care of you. So they're up in Boulder, easy to find. Just go right to our website, drive-radio.com. They're listed there. Click on it. It'll take you right to where they're at. Easy number to find. And uh, just a, one of our great facilities up in the Boulder area. We really appreciate them being a part of our team. So, all right. Paul Lewenberg has been with me again today. We appreciate him joining us. Uh, we got about a minute left. Any closing thoughts? No, I mean, just if you have a chance in the next couple of weeks with everything going on in the world, just pull out your paperwork and look at your coverages and make sure your bodily injury coverages are where they need to be. You know, if you're at 2550 or 100, 300, you need to look at bumping that up. Uh, look at your coverage on your home. Find out the last time you talked to your agent. And uh, if you've done updates on the home, you need to make sure that you've got the right coverage. Perfect. Great point. And check out your deductible. A lot of companies out there, MPAC has not done this, but a lot of companies out there have changed their deductibles to 1% and 2%. So if you've got a half-million-dollar home, you've got a 5000 or $10,000 deductible, we still do $1,000. Okay. So we're one of the only companies left. By the way, call Paul if you've got any questions. His direct line, a cell phone, 303-619-9891, or call the office, 303-662-0789. And last but not least, ask Paul if you've got, again, if you've got some decent equity in your house, and you're running around without an umbrella policy, they are cheap. It's something I would highly advise you do. It could really save your bacon on down the road, and it's not that expensive for that insurance and to keep you safe. Now, if you've got if you don't have a if you've got a house and a couple of cars, it's two ten a year for a million dollars. Cheap. Yeah, cheap eight, folks. Eighteen dollars a month. Worth having. So with that, we're gonna get out of here. Paul, thanks. As always, Charlie Grimes, our engineer, Larry Younger answering phones, which he was busy today. We had a ton of calls. Thank you all for calling very much. We do appreciate it. And we'll be back next week, same time, same place. Otherwise, I'll see you Monday on Rush to Reason. But this has been Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com. Email your questions and comments. Download previous programs and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.